Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Boot and Hearth Podcast. A match week 25. We got a packed house here, shoulder to shoulder in this Discord chat. We've got uh, the wonderful co host, Ted Shearer. How are you? Doing great. Doing no great. one can see what you're pointing at. You're a waste of space and you're on mute for the rest of the pod. Uh, we've got West Ham extraordinaire, East London legend himself, Harry Spitz. Hello. How's it going? Doing worse than Ted. <laughs> well, so am I. So we're in the same boat. And and then we finally, last but not least, last but mainly least, we've got the Alex Washburn. Hello. Hello, Mr. Out of the Drop Zone uh, himself. Hey, I'm doing great today. You know, next week I could be feeling a different type of way, but I uh, got to enjoy it while I can. One one game at a time. At least yes, uh, at least you have Sean Dyche as a manager and not Javi Gracia, uh, I see his name is, at, at Leeds. Little shout out to Leeds USA. Um, but okay, we'll uh, we'll get rolling. Welcome to the Boot and Hearth Podcast. I'm Grayson Nelson. Um, and this is just a bunch of Americans who know absolutely nothing. Uh, proving that they know absolutely nothing as we go through what happened in the past week in the Premier League. Uh, so, quick, uh, quick toast to Christian Atsu and all of the uh, casualties and, and victims of the um, earthquake over in Turkey and Syria. So, cheers to them. Um, go watch some Christian Atsu highlights uh, if you can. Uh, dude, dude enjoyed himself a banger, a uh, banger too. Um, so. Check them out. Um, okay, getting into it, um, we're going to start off with uh, definitely my, we're recording this on a Wednesday, this is definitely my favorite game out of the out of the ones uh, Liverpool have played recently, uh, we can ignore the result today, but um, Liverpool beat Newcastle, but specifically, Nick Pope gets sent off with quite honestly the most bizarre, or probably, probably the most wild goalie red card I've seen at least in the time that I've been watching the Premier League since around 2013 now did everyone see the did everyone see the handball did everyone see the video of it yes yeah yeah um so I'm gonna propose I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a, a an argument that I heard I'm gonna hear what what, what you all have to say this should not have been a yellow card, or this should not have been a red card. This should have been a yellow card. Uh, this is from Jamie Radnap, former player. Um, he said that this should have been a yellow card uh, because it was not a clear goal-scoring opportunity if if um, Mo Salah gets past him. And if this was an outfield player, this would have been a yellow card through and through. And specifically pointed at Thiago Silva... Uh, on Jordan Ayew, which was a game, um, Chelsea versus Crystal Palace, where the same, almost the same situation happened, and Thiago Silva handed the ball and brought it into him because he thought he got fouled, um, and he got a yellow card. So, uh, I propose to you all that this is not not a red card. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Ted first, and then we'll go Harry and then Alex. So I just want to preface anything I'm about to say with, I wrote down on my sticky note, I said, uh, I don't know how you argue against it being a red. Good luck, Grayson. Um, so just <laughs> knowing that, um, I, I've watched this clip a few times at this point, and I, I guess he's trying to head it. 
I don't really understand. And he's one hundred percent trying like. to head it. Yeah, he. So earlier in that game, it's funny because there was like foreshadowing to this because earlier in the game he ran out of the box super far out and he headed Diving it instead of kicking game. it. Okay. Yeah, so he did the same thing. Yeah, I just I don't know. I watched it and and it. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's a clear red in my book. Just want to get that out there right off, right off the bat. But um, why is it a clear like, red? Why is it a clear red? Of, I just told you it was. Because all right, all right. So I understand what you're saying. All right, but but my point here being is that I think that the, the key difference is that I mean he's 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 keeper. Jordan Ayew, not a keeper, correct? Tiago Silva was the one who committed the foul, but yeah, he's a he's a center back. He's not a keeper. Okay. Also, also, Nick Pope wasn't fouled. Nick Pope wasn't being fouled. I uh, just, I don't see, I don't see, I don't his know His dignity was being fouled. I would argue his dignity is being fouled, but. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Red cards all over the place for fouls on Nick Pope's dignity right now. But uh, um, that's, I, that's just kind of, I mean, I. I okay, so he wasn't tweet, fouled. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, Spitz, what do you got on this? I think Salah's in. So okay. I think that's why it's a red. Yeah. Um, the only thing I I have issue with is why the fuck is he banned from the final of the Carabao Cup? It's not the same competition at all. And it just so happens that it's run by, I guess, the same organization. But, like, you know, I, I don't – I can see, for instance, if Nick Pope went out and leaped in the air and two-footed Salah in the head. I can see like a, a getting a suspension for that, yeah, and getting suspended. But for on-field play, something in the Premier League should have no effect on either the FA Cup or Carabao Cup, or you know, it's as ridiculous okay. as saying, "All right, you know, Benzema gets sent off before the Champions League final last year." Oh, I guess he can't play because. He lost his head against you know Real Villarreal in Spain. Okay, yeah. I I think that's an interesting point. One, I I just don't think you want to see the Luis Carius uh, redemption arc, and I will not handle <laughs> that uh, in this pod. Uh, but we'll get it. I want to I want to dig into that one uh, after we hear Alex's take on this. I want to I want to continue to go around see if we can see if you guys can convince me that this is a red. So who was it against? Liverpool, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm arguing that it's a yellow. I know. You know, if it were if it were a different team in Merseyside, <laughs> they would not have got the red card would not have happened. It would have just been a yellow. Oh, are you saying, so live Liverpool, live Liverpool back at it again. They're struggling. <laughs> oh my god, the plot you know, armor is so strong. I'm just saying, it just always happens to be Liverpool. <laughs> oh my god no i i think um i mean ted i i i get what you're saying it, like the thing with the tiago silva and the jordan ayu one is like there's still a goalie in net like after tiago silva hands the ball you know like nick pope he doesn't hand it yeah Salah might have been going away from the net but all he has to do i mean most Salah is not missing an open net from that range no, no chance. Yeah. But I, Spitz, I don't know if I'd agree with him not being suspended for for the next game. Because 
I don't think the suspension should be a case by case basis. I mean, if he would have gotten, if someone would have gotten, if he would have gotten two yellows in that game, which would have equated to the red, he still would have been suspended for a game. He's not suspended for three games. It's just the next game. And I think that's, I mean, that's a standard for any red cards happen in, in the league. It it was a, a, a blatantly stupid foul to, to make. I mean, I you should get suspended for getting a red card in game, whether it's two yellows or a straight red. And the the fact that it's English FA, I mean, I get that maybe you shouldn't be suspended for the for the final, but it's it's all competitions. Like it's not like that rule just changed this year. It's been implemented the entire time that he's been in the English FA system, which I'm pretty sure he's 30. So I mean, he's been playing for 12 years at this point, at least at at the top level. Like he knew that this was. This was a part of the game, so and yet he still decided to. He should have gotten suspended for clattering Kieran Trippier, honestly. After it, I mean, like that's I a suspension. That, that was pretty. Yeah, bad. I mean, he fucking destroyed the man. Just um, kicks him. Um, anyone else have any thoughts on whether or not he should be suspended for the Carabao Cup final? Give us your real take on it. <laughs> what the foul or the 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 Annie? Oh yeah, he should, uh, yeah, it's a straight red. No, it's it's the, the argument the argument that it's a a yellow card is is ridiculous. also can you can you paint us a picture of the pub when that happened? Oh my god, dude! It's just shrieking laughter. I mean, ever <laughs> like like people were popping. People loved it. I mean, it was the best best twenty two minutes because. First two goals happened, then the second twenty that happened at the twenty second minute. The pub was quiet, honestly, after that. I mean people were chatting and everything and happy. But over. the game the game was boring at that point. Yeah, yeah. Once that happened, it was it was nothing. Um But yeah, does anyone else uh think that think that he would uh he should not be suspended for uh for the Carabao Cup final? I'm I'm indifferent. I really don't have an opinion on that. Yeah, to be anymore. honest. Yeah, I I mean, I just want him suspended because I want Larice Carius to uh, to dominate menu and and get his redemption arc. Um. Okay. Well, we've we've belabored that point solidly. Um. And now for our obligatory uh, Spurs talk. Uh. We'll leave this at max. Uh. Fifteen seconds. So you've got fifteen, 15 seconds, seconds for yeah. Fifteen wow. seconds for a response, Ted. Wow. Um, okay. Wow. So, um, it seems like whenever Conte is not on the touchline and Stellini is, uh, Spurs win and they win well. I mean, is there? Now I know, like I haven't seen anything on it, but I want to get our 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 Tottenham expert on this. Is there any chatter on Stellini getting the manager spot when Conte doesn't renew at the end of the year? Not really. No, he's he's kind of just towing the line. I mean, he claims he's just kind of following orders. And like the funny thing about last game was that even like when they were they were making subs, I'm pretty sure he had to make a phone call to Conte to approve the subs before he sent him out there. No I think shit. there's actually like, footage of that um, because a few pods have touched on it. But uh, I thought that was really funny. But no, there's really no murmurings about it at all. Um, if 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 anything, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't really have anything to add there. There's really nothing, no chatter on that at all. It is interesting, though, and people do mention it. The closest thing I've heard is that maybe it's just a mood change and that the players... It's just nice to have Conte away. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's... Somebody called him a remote manager. 
I thought that was pretty clever. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, not not a whole lot of serious chatter there. And on top of that, I don't think we really want him as 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 our manager, uh, even as an interim, to be honest, because I did a little digging uh, because I knew this was coming. Uh, just to do his background a little bit, and he has had a shot. He he managed a a, a Series C team in in Alessandria in 2017, okay. and only managed two wins in 14 games. So, I mean, I mean, the magic. That, that sounds essentially like Tottenham's record. So, I mean, oh, okay. But then on top of that, that's not the only red flag I found. He uh, he also uh, resigned from his position at Juventus because he was. Uh, he was involved in an ongoing investigation into match fixing uh, in Italy. <laughs> oh <laughs> no way! And, so uh, he's gone that, with Paritici. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. That's what I was saying. So that that got me thinking. Like, what the hell is going on with all our Italian staff? Like, what is going on, dude? Um, since since apparently Daniel Levy loves Italy, maybe you guys should go for the Udinese coach. Uh, shout out Dylan Bailey. Uh, we'll see if they go for him. Um, I stopped. I stopped digging after that. I didn't want to find anything else. Yeah, I don't. I doubt either of you have a have a take on whether or not Stellini should be the manager of Tottenham. I personally just hope they institute like a scarecrow and see if that works. I mean, like, <laughs> Ryan Mason, wacky inflatable tube guys. Yeah, and see if just uh, need to find someone that'll put their best player, aka Richarlison, in the starting lineup day in and day out. It's ridiculous, dude. I- Give me a manager that'll rotate Kane, and I'd be a happy man. But I mean, you, you spend all Charleston wasn't Charleston. even that good in the West Ham game. We just we gotta we gotta start him up top. We don't start he's play, him up he's top. Playing, he's playing like attacking mid. They're playing like a four-two or four, what are y'all playing? A three-four-two-one. All right, <sighs> something like it that. He, he starts on the left or the right. Um, yeah, I don't like three. it. You don't know how to use him. Give him back. <laughs> Give him back. <laughs> Is it now he hasn't scored in? How many matches? Um, he hasn't scored yeah. once in the EPL, I don't think. He has not scored the Premier League yet, I don't think. So 14, he, our, he, he put up two in our Champions League game against Marseille, but that's about it. Not enough PT. Um, uh, People wanted to get a string of games. Has he? Has he? Did you look it up? No, I didn't look it up because I don't care enough. Um, yeah. That's fine. Uh, I hope he breaks his leg. Honestly, um, I don't. I don't wish any any person to break their leg. But I would not claim myself as a Richarlison fan. Uh, and why? What are you talking about? You don't even watch. You don't even need Richarlison because you've got Seamus Coleman, legendary winger, banging him in, baby. I mean, uh, I want. I want to jump to that one real quick. Uh, I so. There's been a bit of, uh, I want to talk about uh, the relegation candidates real quick, um, because there was a relegation, it felt like a 12-pointer, is that even possible? Like, it was like a relegation six-pointer, Everton leads, and the only fucking goal of the match is <laughs> Seamus Coleman. Initially, I thought it was a cross, I legitimately, I think he shot it, I think he shot it. He did, I th- there was no one in the middle to cross it to, he was by himself. Yeah, and, and he never looks up. To look yeah. for people crossing it, I think I think he just bangs that in. Um, but I mean, it, almost by the touchline, Melier just in a horrible position, and a goal goes in. Only goal of the game, and now, correct me if I'm wrong, Wash, but Everton sit above Leeds now, right? They do. I think they're a point or two above. Actually, I think I saw a stat that said this was the first weekend where all three teams in the relegation zone got three points on the same day. In like eight years, that is insane. 
wait. Yeah, because so- Chelsea's so bad. They couldn't even tie at home against Southampton. And um, I think Bournemouth, that might be the other team. I can't remember off the top of my head. Do I yeah, Bournemouth won. won. Well? Yeah, Bournemouth won. Yeah. yeah. And then Everton was an 18th, and they won. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. so, so um, uh, Southampton, after the win against Chelsea, are they're going to keep Ruben Sellis in. Leeds, after the loss to Everton, they brought in a guy named Javi Gracia who's uh, kind of managed all over the place. Uh, most notably, he was in Watford from 20 to 21 um, for a bit. Um, he's getting brought in. I don't really know that much about him. I don't think a lot of people do. Apparently, he's very amiable. But, all right, those two are in. Obviously, Deich is in at Everton. Um, but the table reads right now is, is Southampton in 20th, Leeds in 19th, West Ham in 17th, Bournemouth or West Ham in 18th. Bournemouth in 17th, Everton in 16th. And they're all separated by three points, essentially. Yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty close. I mean, you, you could even go up to like where I think maybe where Crystal Palaces are around there, and if I remember correctly, and they're all relatively close. Um, yeah, it, Wolves, Wolves in 15th at 23rd, and Leicester City in 14th at 24. So, I mean, that's to the actual drop, 14th could, could make it there. Uh, it's a four point difference. That's that's wild. That's really tight. Uh, yeah. I but so we, we've got two people uh, in this general grouping of a team. Um, Wash, I want to go to you first. Did as the win? You've had a roller coaster over the last three games. You beat Arsenal, lost to Liverpool, and I would not say Everton looked that good in the Liverpool game. I just objectively, I don't think they looked that good. Um, I'm not even mentioning any of the off-field antics either. I feel like it's just been very dark in the. What office. getting rid of the snoods and the and the and the and the bleep test? Do we want to get into the bleep test? Um, now, so Everton and then and then beating uh, beating Leeds. How are you feeling about the end of the season? Do you think do you think Everton's going to stay up now or no? I mean, before you know, before Lampard got fired, I would have said no. But honestly, I do feel more confident i don't think it's a locked in deal by any means or anything like that but i think if i had to put money on it one way or the other i would say we stay up um like you said we played pretty poorly i think against liverpool was was pretty bad but i think the biggest thing was our loss i mean the way dice plays is he likes that big target striker up top Mm -hmm. which calvert lewin played very well uh, against arsenal but then of course he picks up another knock so we didn't have anyone when we played you guys liverpool so we threw in ellis Sims. sims who had who had never started a game before and he looked pretty bad and he's not really a target striker kind of guy either, so he was kind of playing out of his out of his depth a little bit. From what I heard, um, from what I heard, he wasn't like he was okay at Sunderland too, where he was on loan in the championship. Like it's what he, he wasn't even like he was like great. Well, he scored a lot. He scored actually a decent amount of goals at Sunderland. It's just like people see him; he's like a bigger body kind of guy, mm-hmm. and they just assume he's like that target striker kind of player. But in reality, if you watch him, he's like kind of soft when it comes to moving his body around. He's more of like he uses his pace more than actual size, and I think. If Calvert Lewin had played against your center backs, I think he would have had a field day. To be honest with you, and I, I really do think that the game could have gone differently. But you know, obviously, it could have, would have, should have didn't happen. Um, thank God, because we mean, needed the points. <laughs> what did you say? I said thank God because we needed the points. But yeah, y'all did. But um, yeah, I'm feeling more confident now. Um, hopefully, we get some some guys back from injury, and I still hope that I, I do would like to see Connor Cody out of the lineup here soon because. 
he just he all he does is run backwards whenever someone's coming at him with the ball. He just he's just a backwards merchant, just keeps falling backwards, falling backwards, falling backwards. Never actually steps up. I mean, Tarkowski's flopping around like a fish too. I mean, he's, he's... well. Tarkowski's our goal scorer. Please respect. Cody, <laughs> I, I I feel like I asked you about Cody last time we, we had you on you, here. You, you, you asked me you asked me what I thought about him. It was like a, like a month or two ago, and I said. He played well at the beginning. However, he definitely has limitations. Okay. You know, he's a leader and everything else, but he's just so, so damn slow. And he, like I said, he just he won't step up at all. He just keeps backing up. It's very irritating. Uh, it wasn't a terrible loan, but you know, he got it's just it gets irritating. Um. Okay, so that's one of the teams. Spitz, we've been talking. I remember talking at the beginning of the season when West Ham, I think, was in tenth. And I remember saying I did not think that West Ham, I did not think that the the position reflected how good West Ham were. Uh, clearly, that has aged super well, um, and now West Ham are sitting in eighteenth. Um, we've got we've got fifteen games left. How how are you feeling going forward? <clears throat> Our next game was against Forest, and it's come out that if we lose that, Moyes is going to get sacked. And it's put me in quite the bind because, I mean, the guy went out against probably our biggest rival in the Premier League, and we had two wingers and nine players that were either defensive midfielders, defense, or the goalkeeper. So I think if we get another manager in, we'll be fine. Right now, the way we're playing under Moyes, uh, we're just not getting results. And I, I think he doesn't – he's lost right now and doesn't understand what our best 11 is, doesn't understand how this group of players is going to be able to score goals. So I, it's just – the the quality is there, and I think, you know, the very first possession of the match against against Tottenham, Bowen misses a, a half chance just wide. There's sprinkles, but but it's it's few and far between, so it's just not confident. Um, the the problem is we were just talking about this with Leeds and Southampton. Is like if you let go of your manager. Who do you bring in? If you're trying to stay competitive, who is going to leave their team? Leeds just had this problem with two other managers. I mean, like, they just tried to get in the Feyenoord boss and the Raya Vakano boss. Neither of them wanted to leave because both of their teams are in good positions, and there's no reason to leave in March. They want a full preseason. Like, they can't do what they need to get done at 15 15 games. Uh, I mean... Like I, I, I get I get it. The situation's in a in a bad spot, but I don't know. All due respect to Leeds and Southampton, I think West Ham are a slight level above them. Not not a large level, but a slight level. I mean, there's still Europe. We're still in a European competition, um, and the players are there. There there is definitely quality, and Cornet might come back this week or next week, and that might be a huge boost. I think we've missed him tremendously, um, but I think we're we're a bigger draw. I, I saw some Rafa Benitez rumors going around 
which I don't know if I love that, but the Everton fan among us can, can speak more to Rafa Benitez. But it's just stale with Moyes, and he's he's become so defensive and playing so much not to lose that you know we're losing, and then we can't score any goals, so we can't come back, and then they just score again, and then it's two nil, and we're just passing the ball around because we've got two offensive players on the field. I, I'm going to push back on the Benitez thing because Benitez was a great coach at Liverpool. He was a decent coach at, at Newcastle. Um, the Everton <laughs> one. Everton by. Everton, <laughs> Ever, now. Everton was never going to work. Um, as much as I wanted it to work at Everton, he shit. it was never going to work because the fans never bought it. Like he, Oh, my He God. never... The fans never bought it. Come on, you can't say you bought into Rafa. The fans, the fans did not weren't the ones that were shitting the bed on the field, mate. He was ass. He, no, he, no, he also the can't manage the ones. The team what? is not all right. One, the team is not that good. Yeah. Two, he doesn't know how to manage the locker room. I, I, I will. He's not. He's not a man manager. He can't do that side of the game. He's a tactic. Well, he he's he very can. tactically sound. But you're right. All I know is the fans didn't push tell him to sell James Rodriguez for nothing or to get rid of Luca Dean either, our two biggest creators. That All Luca right? Dean one was down. And then we we don't need to get too too far in this, but uh, he sucks. <laughs> That's a terrible decision if West Ham gets him. You're making a huge mistake and you will get relegated. So I hope for your sake it doesn't happen. Um the the other option I've seen, it's kind of a joke, but at the same time when I think about it, why not take a flyer? Bring the big man back. Big oh, no way. <laughs> you know what? I'd rather have relegated. Sam Allardyce and Rafa Benitez. He doesn't he get relegated. He doesn't, he doesn't get relegated. Um, uh, big Sam managing Lucas Paqueta. Uh, I, I, I like that one. Um, yeah, I think I think it's just a massive gamble. Like two team, The two Premier League teams who have fired their managers... Um, have not ended up with someone uh, since then. All right, well, I guess Leeds did, but it's a relative no name, and I, I, I want um, yeah, but we'll see what happens with the Forest game. Forest are looking good right now, honestly. Forest are looking that goal that led up to them tying Man City. I don't know if you guys saw it, but if you didn't, I would recommend going watching it. I think every player from Forest touched the ball in the build up to that goal. It was it was it was a beautiful beautiful goal uh, from their side of things. Uh, but um, I want to get predictions from each of you. We've got fifteen games left, essentially uh, some fourteen, but essentially fourteen to fifteen games left. Who do you think is going down? Um, who do you think are the three teams that are going down? Um, Ted, who you got? I, I'm thinking I I had Everton in my three until they hired Dice. Uh, I think a lot of people and, did. Yeah, and now now I think I stick with um, Leeds because I just don't think firing Jesse Marsh is going to make that big of a difference. And mm-hmm. I think Southampton is uh, pretty listless right now, and I don't think West Ham is going to get relegated. I don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Bournemouth instead of them. Okay. Um, 
Wash, who you got? Who you got getting? So you said uh, you I, said Southampton. You said Southampton leads Bournemouth. Yeah, that's 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 my three as well. I don't think I think West Ham are gonna just too good to get to get relegated, and uh, and then I think you know Everton. I think we'll be able to stay stick it out, and uh, Sean Dyche, you know, he knows what he's doing out there, and I think we'll be we'll be all right. It won't be comfortable, but uh, I think we'll be able to to stay all in the English Premier League. For another year. For another year. <laughs> um, all right, Spitz, who you got? Yeah, it's, I think looking at it now, Southampton leads in Bournemouth just because I don't want West Ham to get relegated. Um, but I, I – yeah, I, I, I think I sit in the same boat. I, I think there is a situation where West Ham could get relegated, but I think it would have to take some bad luck. Um, I don't think there's any way that Leeds and I, I I think if everything holds, Leeds and um, Southampton are getting relegated. I could definitely see Bournemouth going down. I don't see them preventing them. They started the year off hot, but they have not been good since. Um, um, I think they're... All right, hear me out on this, Wash, but I think in the long... I I think do you think if if West Ham were to get, or not West Ham if Everton were to get relegated do you think it would make it easier to get rid of Farhad Mashiri? Mm-hmm. Do you think I... like like getting relegated to the championship is definitely a war, like it's not good for the fan base it's not good for yeah. the global footprint but staying in the league like it's yeah, not I, rock bottom, you know. I get your point. I get your point, um, but I don't necessarily know that would get him to sell either, though, because he's still building this huge stadium, mm-hmm. and he's already been looking at offers. But the issue is, he like wants full reimbursement for like what he's put into the stadium already. Mm-hmm. And he's he's basically, from what I've read, because I'm people are way smarter than me that talk about this. He wants kind of an outlandish fee for what the club is right now, mm-hmm. and I don't think you know the clubs if they go to the championship, obviously that. You'd have to ask for way less, but I feel like it'll still be too much for anyone to want to come in and um, and take over. So I'm not holding my breath on anything him getting leaving at all at this point, no matter what happens. Um, mm-hmm. But I have, I mean, the board needs to go. We've already had that discussion, but I, I mean, I have thought about that if, if we get really good, maybe in the way it's a good a good thing in in some twisted way because it'll kind of get us a whole reboot. But I just, I just. I don't really know. I don't think he'll sell until until I see that message that says he has agreed to sell. I'm just not going to think it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, th- I think you're right. I, th- I think he, the stadium gets built, and even that, it, it's just, I don't think he's going to leave under any fan pressure whatsoever until it's, yeah, I, I no. Farad Mashiri is is one of a kind, truly. Um, okay. Um, I think my, my three picks are the same, uh, as all of you as well. So, um, we'll see if that, we'll see if that changes at all. It's kind of in West Ham's hands, uh, cause if they continue to fuck up, then, uh, they will get relegated. Um, okay. We were just talking about managers for a bit. I want to go, I want to go a bit farther up the table, but not that farther up the table. I don't know if that sentence makes sense. Um, but we're going to uh, we're going to we're going to Chelsea. We're going to Grand Potter because I don't know if you guys saw this uh, with every account 
related to soccer posting about it and every podcast uh, talking about it endlessly. But Chelsea or Chelsea lost to Southampton, one uh, nothing, and I'm curious on this one because if Graham Potter has not been sacked yet, and I personally don't think he's going to be sacked anytime soon, at least until the end of the season. Um, I think they'll give him more time than that. Does he deserve that much time? Chelsea fans, Chelsea fans have gotten used to Roman Abramovich, who would just fire managers for like breathing wrong and like like just smelling weird. I mean, he would fire people for nothing. So. Do you think that that like like is is Potter what's going wrong with Chelsea? One is Potter what's wrong with Chelsea, and two, if he is, how much longer do you think he gets? I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with Spitz, and I'm gonna go Ted, and then I'm gonna go Wash. Yeah, I don't think it's the manager. I mean, they've invested six hundred million dollars in a squad, mm-hmm. so I don't think it's. That's for like four. That's Quality for like two players and a like Twix, you know. Though, so it's like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It, yeah, it's yeah. it's a fair bit of people, but continue. Sorry. I was out on Tuchel before the season. I think they fired him much quicker than I would have if I was CEO of Chelsea. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to fire Tuchel for better performances than what they're showing now, you got to get rid of Potter. I, he's just not. I think he's a great fit for West Ham, but he's not Chelsea level. He's not Man U level. He's not Man City level. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ted, what do you got on this one? I think this is all chatter. I think this is this is this is media magic, if you will. I think uh-huh. media magic, uh-huh. the twenty-four hour <laughs> news cycle of fake news media coming in. Coming I, I in really strong. just think this is this is being a, a bit blown out of proportion um i i really think i mean he deserves a fair chance i hope the fans don't just kind of create so much pressure on him that it, it all caves down on itself but i think he's a good manager and and i don't think it's his fault to be honest i think it just needs more time um and 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 honestly here's the thing so the take i heard and i'm not going to parrot it exactly but it was an interesting point um because, you know, Bully's an American, um, some people think that he's going to adopt more of a, an American approach to, you know, giving giving his coach more time, more in line with the model that we see over in, in, in sports over here. Um, I could see that. I think I think that has some merit to it. Um, yeah, so, I mean, overall, I, I would be shocked if they fire him. I give him a nine and three quarters chance out of ten he makes until the end of the season. And then pass that, pass that though. I mean, like, like. So you think he makes it to the end of the season? Do you think they keep him past the end of the season? Do you think they give him? Next I season think as the well? end. I think next season is when the seed starts to get hot if these results start. You know, keep keep going. If they don't, if they don't start next season hot, okay. Yeah, um, I will. I will say, if you keep him till the end of the year, you have to keep him to start the next year because, you know, what are we doing if you just all right? continue to have bad results, bad results, bad results. 
all right, it's the end of the year. Goodbye. It's like, what's the point in that? Why not try? So, uh, they've spent so much money just getting a new manager. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Wash, what do you, what do you think? What do you think? Do you think it's the manager? Would... And do you think if it is the manager, how long do they give him? I don't think it's the manager personally. I mean, he did just come in and then you're adding all these players on the fly. A lot of them, not really what I would say they needed. I mean, I still think that they're basically They've got like 15 nine. left wingers. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they need another, they need a number nine for the beginning of the season. Kai Havertz. I, I don't think he's the, the number nine to lead them. But, you know, teach their own. What do you mean? He's Germany's number nine. Come on. And they did so well in the World <laughs> Cup. Uh, exactly. My point. Thank you. Exactly. Um, and, I mean, it looks some of the guys they brought in, too, like especially when Bully was leading it. Like, like mm-hmm. Aubameyang, he was a great pickup, right? And Raheem mm-hmm. Sterling, another great pickup. Koulibaly, I mean, Koulibaly, I mean, all these guys are cooked and washed. And then they flip and they go the other way, and they get these super, super young guys like Mudrik, who, who isn't ready to necessarily start. From day one on Chelsea, so but people expect him to expect him to be great because he spent ninety what ninety million dollars on him, and Enzo even Enzo needs some time. I think Enzo is obviously a top tier talent, but he's not just going to come in and light the world on fire. I mean, know, he had he had one. what one season, half a season at Benfica yeah. before, exactly. like and before that he was in the Argentinian top top division. So I mean, come exactly. On. So he, all the a lot of these guys need time. And Wesley Fofana's missed most of the year. I think he just came back and they spent seventy. He played million last game. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And again, Cucurella's been kind of mid. I mean, there's <laughs> a lot of the transfers that they spent all this money on just haven't been that great. And I don't mm-hmm. necessarily blame that on Graham Potter. Um, I think that they probably should. I think they'll let them finish finish out the year. And I think they will let them start the next year. But I mean, we just don't know. We're in uncharted territory of how Bully's going to respond to this. And if they come in like twelfth, I mean, he might he might be like, "This is ridiculous. We have you know too many, we too much too much money spent for twelfth place, and it could start the carousel." And I wouldn't be mad about because I think Grandpa is a good good manager. So any way that Chelsea goes gets worse is fine with me. Yeah, I like, I I completely I I agree with that. I I I think it is. A lot of players coming into the mix, and we're seeing a lot of similarities between what Tuchel was struggling with and what uh, Grand Potter was struggling with. And the fact that they don't have a striker who can score goals. They're creating a ton, but they're just not scoring. I mean, and even even in that Southampton game, like I had people saying that they they were they were terrible in that game. I don't think they were great. But they still like there were like at least like four goal line clearances or something in that game. I mean they were they 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 were hard done by to not not at least get a point from that game. Um, yeah, I think they're missing Conte pretty badly too. Um, I, I Conte, but Conte's starting. gassed, man. He's he's done. He's he's so injury prone now. He's I think he's gone at the end of the season. He's I looking, mean more of like a player like him. Yeah, you know, like yeah, okay. Box to box kind of guy because Enzo's really not that where he's going to chase down people constantly. No, he got burned by he got burned by Adiemi in the in the yeah. Champions League game. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. And had a head start on him. Um, but no, I I think I think Bully is completely different than Roman Abramovich in how he, he brought his people in. He's going to let them figure it out. It's going to be a bit tough, but I think Bowley's ready to take the heat on it for a bit. I think he's ready to, ready to be, be the guy taking, taking the shit. Um, and I don't think he's getting rid of Grant Potter anytime soon. I honestly think Grant Potter's probably still the manager by, um, 
by October, November of next year. I think they figure it out over the summer, honestly. I would be really surprised if they were this languid. Um, there's a Wordle of the day for you. Yeah, yeah. Put it in your Scrabble book. <laughs> um, um, but I don't... Um, I, I don't think they're I don't think they're this bad starting next year. Um, I just don't think Todd Bowley really gives a shit what people are saying right now, and I no. think Chelsea fans also became a lot more attuned. Like they they got used to Roman Abramovich's nothing but the best. You have to you are held to an insanely high standard. If you don't meet that, then then. But he also brought in like Maurizio Sarri. Um, Antonio Conte, like Jose Mourinho, top, Jose Mourinho, like like these were top top guys of their. Grand Potter is not the same signing. Grand Potter is a coach who has built himself up from the bottom, has has developed himself, done really well at all these different things, and he's had a new job for himself. I I think I think it's the media. Um, I I agree with you, Ted. I think it's the media kind of creating this this sense of of trying trying to get trying to get Chelsea to to do or trying to feed into these Chelsea fans who who believe that oh this is what we deserve we deserve winning constantly all the time and Bully's like I don't give a shit we're gonna we're gonna do this my way um and my ways my way is gonna work um so spend yeah. all the money I I I, th- I don't think it's I don't think it's done getting work like I, I I think maybe they pick it up but I don't think it's gonna be I don't think it's gonna have some like massive turnaround this season. Um, no, they'll have a bad year. Yeah, yeah. Um, if only, and they're still gonna go after Jude Bellingham, uh, which is wild. Uh, can't wait to compete against them for that. You're not uh, getting him, mate. Sorry. Oh, is he going to Everton? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. He's not. He's gonna have so much fun he's... down in the championship. He he left Birmingham, <laughs> Birmingham to go to the fucking Bundesliga. Why would he go back to the championship? Um, can you stop? <laughs> can you stop? <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh, anyone else have anything to say on on Potter? Um. I know he's a big, big uh, fan. I know he listens a lot. So, um, if you want to give him some words of encouragement. Shout out Graham. Shout out Graham, yeah. Shout out G Money, yeah. <laughs> um, we're all backing you. You're a wizard. That's it. I, okay. I want to get to your investigation that you conducted. Okay, yeah. So I went down a rabbit hole this week, guys, um, because <laughs> there was a bid for um, the soft deadline for um, Manchester United bids was Friday. And there are two bids in. One is Sir Jim Radcliffe, who is a, a British um, billionaire um, who owns a company called Ineos, which owns Nice, uh, as well as a cycling team that is uh, really well-renowned. And I think they have a minority stake in the Mercedes uh, F1 team and a couple other investments. Uh, but he, 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 he has a lot of money. And he made a bid for... $4.3 billion for um, Manchester United uh, debt-funded. The other person to submit a bid is Sheikh Yassim bin Hamad Al Thani, um, who submitted a bid 
uh, for complete control of Man United, which would include all of their public shares as well. So 100% of the club. Um, this bid is $5.5 billion uh, through a company called 92 Foundation. This company has no presence that people have found anywhere. Um, a lot of people think it's an homage to uh, the class of 92 uh, that, that Manchester United had and bringing it back to that glory. Um, but here's a, here's, here's where we get into the, here's where we get into the, the nitty gritty. This guy has a net worth solo reported by BBC. He has a net worth alone of $1.3 billion. The bid is 5.5. The Qatari Royal family has $335 billion, um, uh, net worth. Um, Apparently, his dad is dad is involved uh, heavily in this bid, and his brother is the one who owns Qatar Sports Investments. Um, they're the brand who owns PSG. Um, so I there's a couple of things that I wanna I wanna cover with this. One, I like there's a very strict UEFA UEFA rules that teams cannot be owned by the same entities. Um and playing in the playing in the Champions League because it's a conflict of interest. I get that the holding companies are different, but I mean, it's literally his brother um, owning it. Um, and then the second thing I want to get into is this in relation to the Manchester City investigations, where Manchester City is is reported uh, ninety to one hundred uh, financial crimes or financial penalties uh violations uh if you will uh against the premier league and um which includes sponsoring themselves and uh misreporting their their revenue uh and messing with ffp so um i think the first thing i want to talk about this is how do you does anyone have any feelings about the qataris uh, the Qatari royal family buying Manchester United or any club within um, the Premier League. Um, uh, Ted, we'll start with you since we talked about this uh, last week. Uh, Alex, we'll go to you, and then um, Spitz will go to you. I, I mean, it's going to be the same broken record, honestly. It's, it's, it's a lot of money. I believe money kind of uh, breeds corruption and, and misdoings and 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 I just think that'll take us further down that direction if we have this kind of influx of cash into an already well saturated market I'd, I'd argue um, but I could be completely wrong and everybody could be on their best behavior and there could be no corruption oh yeah yeah of course yeah, could yeah. Sing kumbaya and there could you know there there could be nothing wrong with it I do what who do what do I know you know mm-hmm. um wash uh, do you have any do you have any strong feelings either way on this? Uh, are you indifferent? I'm pretty. I'm, I'd probably have to piggyback off of uh, what Ted said. I basically agree with basically everything. I don't really have anything super uh, important or you know otherwise to say. But uh, I do think it's it is a little questionable to just kind of like Ted said to keep going down this route. It definitely could lead to some qu- more questionable kind of corruption and and stuff like that. So I might prefer not to, especially if uh, another team is. I mean, Man U's already got money, but you know, giving them even more money makes it more difficult for uh, other our teams as well. So, mm-hmm. 
Um, Spitz? Yeah, I mean, the moment I saw this, I was like, all right, just have the Super League. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. just, you know, Newcastle, Man City, I guess Man United if they get the investment, PSG, you know, all these teams that are, are getting funded by you know, people who have hundreds of billions of dollars. It's just not a fair playing field. Like, Qatar? It would be like... Sorry, continue. Yeah, continue. go ahead. I, 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 I was just going to say that, that uh, to, to, to add context to this, PSG's main sponsor is uh, Qatar Airways, um, which is the company of the royal family of Qatar. Um, and Man City's uh, sponsor is Etihad Airways, which is uh, a part of the um, Sheikh Maktoum's um, or Sheikh Mansour's um, wealth portfolio. Uh, what was that? <laughs> say, say Eddie had one more time. Is it not Eddie had? I don't know. You said you said it with a good accent to it. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> no, <laughs> we'll run the well, tape back. Yeah, yeah, we'll, 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 run, yeah, we'll run the tape back. Maybe, maybe I, I, you're gonna have me on Google uh, Translate after this one to see if I see if I. It was. It, it felt very authentic. I must say. Um, uh, but. Um, their main sponsors are companies owned by the same people. I mean, it's it's not like these are organic sponsors uh, pulled out from from you know sourcing sponsors and having them pay for it. It's just another way for these companies for these people to pump money into their clubs. But Spitz, I cut you off um, uh, in the middle of that. I apologize. Where were you? Where were you going on? Uh, it's just you know they have financial fair play, but like real, you know. We'll see what happens with City if there's any actual consequences. That is a but good point. If, if there aren't, then like, I, in all honesty, what are we doing? When is when is a team like Crystal Palace gonna ever compete against a team that has billions and billions of dollars in their back pocket? You know, who, one magical FA Cup run, maybe. You know, Leicester won the title, and that is a one in you know, however many shot, but that's only happened once in the entire history of the Premier League that a team comes out of nowhere like that. I, I just, this is one thing where I do tend to side more with the way that American sports are with salary mm. caps, just because there's so much parity when it comes to, I mean, look, look at the NFL growing up, were the Chiefs really a powerhouse? No, but you know, one good one good draft pick and that's going to change the course of the franchise and those fans that that have passed down fandom from generation to generation mm-hmm. get to experience winning a title so I, I i saw that and i was just like all right you know what's what what are we really doing here because yeah. if even if west ham keeps a declan rice and all of their players start playing phenomenally and we get up to the level of a champions league are they really going to say no if if Man United come in and put two hundred and fifty million dollars on the table? Well, and that's, we, that's, that's pretty hard. It's an excellent point because we we talked about this last week. Like these these um um like foreign clubs, I, I would not be surprised going forward, and I would not be surprised if this is happening right now. These foreign clubs are probably saying, 
when when like if you're a team in France, if you're a team like Dortmund and you have a player that you want to get rid of and a team from France that's not PSG comes to you and says, I would like to buy X player. They're going to tell them to go fuck themselves because they're going to be like, I'm just going to have a Premier League team bid three times more than you could ever pay for this. Um, and I'm going to take that. Like, like there's, there, there's, with the amount of money coming into the Premier League, especially with team, these nation states coming in trying to promote themselves as these benevolent leaders, um, the 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 money is just un it it's destroying the the sanctity of the of the European of the game on the entire European continent. It's just well, turning it into a, a one system. It's 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 the super league is what it is. It's yeah. just like you can't mandate the super league. So what are you going to do? You're going to pump enough money into the Premier League to make it unsustainable for anybody else against the super league, and it's just going to become exactly that. And then on top of that, like I mean, I just think the concept of 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 financial fair play with this much money on the table is just comedic. It's just comedic. Like mm-hmm. there's ways around it, and it's really going to come down to how severely Man City are punished. I think if if they're made an example of the the way I think they should be, and the way I'm sure a lot of people think they should be, I mean, we could see some progress on that. But like ultimately, if nothing's really done, I it's it's dark. It's grave, in my opinion. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Uh 100%. I think Spitz, you brought up you brought up the point of a salary cap and there there's some, there's absolutely something to that because La Liga has implemented something like that where they have a salary cap where it's essentially the salary cap is they have x amount that you can put towards salaries, which is based on revenue and expenses and all the lot. And that's why Barcelona had to pull all of these levers in the summer because their revenue has been absolutely horrible and their salaries are overinflated. So that's why they had to sell off future earnings to make money now so that way they could register players. And they had to, essentially they're gambling their future for for the current um hoping that they can make more money as time goes on. But Well, they're going to win the next three Champions League, so it doesn't matter, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on their financial plan. They're going to be fucking dissolved as a club in five years because they're not going to have any fucking money. Uh, they are winning. They are winning La Liga right now, though. So I will. I, yep. I will give them that. Um, we'll see what happens with this Qatari um, bid. Um, it's kind of. It's a bit shady because the bid is five point five billion debt free. The guy is worth max two billion. It seems. So where's the other money coming from? It took it took the the Saudi the Saudi Arabia bid for Newcastle took like I think years. I think it took at least one year, if not a year and a half, two years, uh, to get completed. So I don't think this is going to be a short process. And I'm surprised they're still in for it. Honestly, after I I think they're 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 betting that. Man City isn't screwed over that much because if Man City are screwed over a ton, five point five, it, like, and and Man City is set as a precedent, five point five billion is a lot of money. Um, okay, uh, that's enough. Um, uh, on that, we we will get right uh, into into the pickums and and the wrap up. Um, uh, so since the I guests, have, no, 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 yeah, s- since the guests have been so bad, 
at at the at the at the pickums uh we'll combine we'll combine we'll pick whichever whichever of the two guests gets the answer right we'll give it to them all right <laughs> so like if spitz picks wrong but alex picks right we'll count it for we'll count it for the Shouldn't then Spitz and I just picked opposites every single time? <laughs> ah, yeah. Let me just tell you how to live your life. Yeah, you want me to fucking do your job for you too? Uh, it still might not make a difference. I, nah, I don't. Say, I doubt. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say we we let them both pick, and then uh, I don't know how well, you. Two, the, the scores right now are thirty-four and a half uh, to forty-four. Me. Ted's got 35 and a half to 42. How do you have two less losses? Should it be? It, it might have to be 43. Uh, and then the guests are at 23 and 35. So maybe you guys hey, man, can make up this. Uh... Working those books over there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we need to do some auditing. I'm not sure about your scores. Yeah. yeah. I think this year uh, might have to be null and void. Spitz, we might have to break out your uh, your Pick'em Excel for, uh, for this for next oh. season. Uh, all right. So next week, uh, we'll get into we'll get into the. Uh, you guys feeling confident now that you guys have an aggregated uh, score going into next week? You guys feeling like you can pull this off? I don't think we, we're, we're pretty confident either way. Not gonna lie. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Uh, first first uh, game going into next week: Aston Villa v Everton at Villa Park. Um, I think it's at Goodison Park. Is it at Goodison? Uh yeah, it's at Goodison. All right, never mind. Yeah, that's a point off for you. you <laughs> know, uh, my my prediction for a bonus point is this game is held at Villa Park, not Goodison. Um. All right. Uh, Spitz, who you got for this? One one draw. One one draw. Ooh. Okay. All right. Why? Why you think it's going to be a draw? Daishi knows how knows what he's doing, so I think he'll he'll do pretty well, and I think Villa will be able to nick one because okay. I don't think Everton's defense is that good. Dude, the erasure on Connor Cody is is brutal here. Um, uh, Wash, who you got? Oh, I'm I'm a little torn. I was going to say Everton one zero win. I'm just but I'm a little worried about Onana. He he picked up a little bit of a knock. Uh, on Saturday, I was trying to see if there's any been any updates on it, but I haven't seen anything. Oh, Nana is going to be the reason you switch from Everton to Villa. Come on now. Well, you didn't let me finish me. I didn't okay. Say about the right. Right now. Right. You know, Coward Lewin's probably missing, but uh, Tom Davies is going to step right in. There <laughs> Tom Davies a go. My first Everton jersey, so I got to go Everton one zero victory. Yes, sir. You guys can get the bonus point for putting the scores in. We'll uh, we'll give you the bonus point if if the scores end up being. But if the scores don't end up being that, you can still get the point. Um, Ted, who you got? I'm taking Villa all day here. Oh yeah, I am also I'm taking, taking Villa Villa 100 here. Uh, no shot. <laughs> Unai Emery, uh, they were a bit hard done by uh, against Arsenal. They they still played well. And uh, who beat Arsenal recently? I forget who it was. Uh, I, 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 I forget. I forget. I think it, it was Man City. Yeah, yeah, Man City beat him. So the fact that Aston Villa mm-hmm. did that well, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty clutch. Um, okay, Brentford, Man U. 
No, hey, I saw something about this game being postponed. Is that true? Is this game? Is this yeah, game postponed? Uh, I know that Brian that? Newcastle. Brian Newcastle's postponed. Yeah, right, Brian Newcastle also... is postponed. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think the man. Yeah, I think this. Anybody know what's up with that? Yeah, all right. This nah. this game is postponed. You're right. You're right. I was ask you. Yeah, Ted, I'd I'd take that one off. That one is postponed. Is it just just schedule congestion or what's up? With yeah, I think it's probably maybe Carabao Cup. I don't I don't really know. That's kind of weird. Um, okay. Everton Leeds. No, it's not. Oh no, wait, that, no, that was wait. last week. Leeds Southampton boys. That's embarrassing. Oh, Ted! I'm throwing Ted under the bus on this one. How'd that happen? (laughs) Um, All right. Leeds v. Southampton. Who, uh... Who, uh... That's on TV. Who you guys, uh... Who you guys got? Uh, Spitz, who you got for Leeds Southampton? Leeds new manager bounce. I'll say 2-0. 2-0. All right. 2-1 Leeds for me. Wow, way to hedge your bets, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is called integrity. Uh, yeah. Ted, Ted, who you got on this one? Oh man. Mm, I think, I think I'm gonna go. Talk me through what you're I'm thinking. Gonna, I'm gonna go leads. I'm gonna go leads on this one just because I know, I know more about the quality they have on that team than I know of Southampton's. To be honest. Uh, y'all are fools. I'm just gonna say it right now. Uh, yeah, this is this is. I love I love I love my boys on on Leeds. Uh, but Leeds is 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 down in the dumps right now, and I think Southampton is gonna continue to ride that high. And I think uh, I think Southampton are coming out with the dub here. Um, Can't wait for you to regret that pick. Uh, I, I, it should probably be a draw. Honestly, that game's probably going to be a draw. I, I'm, I'm going to change this once the pod goes back. I'm going to edit over me in. saying that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, we we ahead a little bit. Uh. Yeah. So Forest versus West. No. Ham. No, no. Wait. Yeah. There we go. How did yeah. Forest versus that? West Ham. Um. Spitz, who you got on this one? I think. <laughs> do I want I, I want to do I want to emotionally hedge this or because I honestly think we'll we'll win this one easily like I'm thinking 3-1 West Ham okay uh all right um so you got West Ham on that one um Alex who you got on this one no, I would say a tie, but I don't do ties. And uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Forrest on this one. Moy's last game as the, the manager. You think West Ham's gonna put up three against Kaylor Navas? Wait, what was your score? My, what? Who's the mine? score? Did you predict score? You don't uh, have to. But, yeah, yeah, you don't have oh, to. Oh, but I'm not. I'm not a bitch. So let's. Do uh, all right. All right. All right. Spitz, you feel confident that West Ham's going to put up put up three against uh, Kayla Navas? I just feel like, for whatever reason, because it's like, oh, we lose Moises out, 
they're just gonna pull one out of their ass. And I don't know what <laughs> Michael Antonio hat trick. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like Danny Ings might actually start this week. I don't know. Is he healthy? He's healthy. Okay. Moyes came out and was like, "We don't really have that many like healthy players," and he starts Antonio, like leaves Ings, Gamaka, and everyone on the bench. I, that's beside the point. <laughs> Um. Okay, Ted. Ted, West Ham or Forest uh, or draw. This one goes in the direction of. Actually, no, I haven't called draw yet. I'm going draw. Okay. Um. Oh, this one. I'm going Forest, man. I I I'm I'm a Steve Cooper stan. I I I I said on the early pods that. Nottingham Forest would pop off in the second half of the season, and lo and behold, they are. I think they're in thirteenth right now. Thirteenth uh, with a negative twenty goal differential. Yeah, they're really popping off. Tw- negative <laughs> twenty goal differential? Are you serious? <laughs> so, I, yeah, I think it's worse than Everton's. The only Holy one worse. Than, the only two worse than that are Bournemouth and Southampton. No, Bournemouth is only worse because of the nine zero from uh, from. Um, Liverpool, Southampton, I think had a nine oh two. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> the four. Wait, that is wild. Do they have all right four nothing there? Oh, they had a six zero against uh, Man City. Two zero Tottenham. That is wild. Okay, all right. Yeah. Dude, they haven't had that battle losses. That's a wild I mean, goal credit to them for even being in 13th with that many. <laughs> well, I mean, I think all of them probably came in the first half of the season. I would be curious on what their goal differential is in the second half. Um, but I'm going Forrest. Um, okay, Wolves v. Fulham. Spitz, who are you thinking for this one? Fulham. Uh, say... what you, yeah, why do you say Fulham? I think they're just a better squad than than Wolves, especially this season. Mm-hmm. They're flying high. Let's say one nil. Okay. We got Wash. Wash. The Fulham's kind of nice. Marco Silva, former Everton manager. He's got them playing pretty well. I got the I got the uh, the Fulham boys. I got them a two zero victory. Yes, sir. Big uh, big cottagers guy. Yeah. Ted. Uh, I, I am normally uh, a part of that bandwagon. Honestly, I I, I normally pick Fulham here, but for some reason, man, Wolves. I I, I got that Lopetegui fever. You know what I'm saying? Ah. I'm, I'm going Wolves. I'm going Wolves in this one. Big former Barcelona manager guy. Uh, I'm going draw in this game. I'm copping out. Um, I, I I I think I think. Wolves don't really have the ability to score that much, but in the past couple of games I've seen Fulham play, they've relied on individual moments of brilliance, and and I mean Wolves are Wolves are set up pretty well against uh, uh, behind Lopetegui. So, um, okay, uh, Crystal Palace v Liverpool. Spitz, who you got for this one? Draw. It's at Selhurst. Aww. It is at Selhurst, especially right. especially after. Let me remind you what happened yeah. today. Um, 
think Liverpool uh, are going to be a little shell-shocked and won't be in tip-top shape. Yo, if Klopp wasn't bald before, he probably is now. Why do you think he wears the hat, dude? <laughs> um. Okay. Wash, what do you got for this? Well, this year, you, you try to come on this podcast and say Allison was better keeper than Pickford, mate. He is! Thing. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, did my you, did, God. You must not have watched the game today. Uh, did you watch <laughs> the Merseyside Derby? Did you watch the Merseyside Derby? Because I remember I remember that first goal he was, pretty well. He was going to well. get scored on anyway. He was going to get scored on anyway. No, he wasn't, play. dude. Salah was thinking that every day about? of the week. It was, what? Dude, it was you play. are... I don't know is what Salah, you're smoking, but that, I want some. Is Salah that cooked? Is he that cooked? He wasn't uh, going to score No, Salah away? was always, always going to take that season. shot. He was always going to take that shot. It was perfectly set up for him. Pickford like, had like human dyslexia and didn't realize where the ball was actually going to go or something. Just like mixed up Salah and Gakpo and was like, all right, I'm just going to jump this way. Uh, so I've never, bad. I've never thought life is a simulation, and then I saw Pickford do that, and I was like, eh, maybe, maybe, perhaps, perhaps that might have been a goal. <laughs> I think it would have been a goal regardless. Regardless, pa- Palace two zero one. Saw that one coming. Um, all right, Ted, who you got for this? I, I think just based on the. The fear of God that Klopp is probably putting in his players right now. There is no chance Liverpool loses this game. Yeah, that fear of God did a lot in the first half of the season as well. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Liverpool five two. Five five two. Oh yeah. Interesting. Do you no, lose half a point if that's not correct? No, no shot. Nope. <laughs> that's uh, that's a Nunez hat trick there too, baby. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. All right. Arsenal versus Leicester. This is going to be an ugly game. Um, Spitz, who you got for Arsenal v Leicester? I'll pick a draw as well. Oh my God! Really? Wrong. Interesting. I, why? Why? You, why are you picking a draw for this one? I'm just liking uh, underdogs at home. To, okay. to kind of dig in, especially right now. I feel like this part in the season, I don't know. I, I just It's just a feeling. Dude, it's wild that Leicester were 20th at one point this season. Where are they now? 14th. 14th. I feel like they've been dog shit all season. How did they get to 14th, and how is West Ham in 18th? Like I feel like Leicester has definitely been worse than West Ham. Am I crazy or no? I mean, they kind of that's insane. Leicester, Leicester's won three of their last four games, and then they tied Brighton before that. Okay, all right, right. and that's why I'm picking Leicester. Okay, oh, (laughs) dude, I'm telling Shay, man. Yeah, you can tell all you (laughs) f that guy. Uh, I. I'm sober, so I'm going to say <laughs> <laughs> That's typical. Always going with the grain. Oh, yeah. Wait, Ted, 
What what are you drinking again, Ted? <laughs> uh, I'm not, we don't need to. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Why don't you Why don't you share with the to, class what you've been sipping on this whole time? I was sipping on a delicious cocktail of leftover Baja Blast Mountain Dew and uh, Bullet Whiskey. It was delicious. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice concoction. You You recommend that for the kids at home? Is that an endorsement for the? Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're looking for a quick, uh, quick recipe for you know a fun time and a good night, that's 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 my advice right there um which anyway. is fun night we'll be playing star citizen until his eyes bleed at 4 a.m i think yeah work. fun fact that concoction glows in the dark it's great <laughs> um, yeah, it I'm sets off uh phone. yeah your uh radiation uh, meter whatever the fuck that's called uh <laughs> i'm going arsenal too because i'm boring um and i want the points yeah um spurs chelsea Oh man! All it. right, Spitz, who you got for this one? Where is this game? Spurs three-one. Oh, you are very confident I in Spurs it. on that one. Oh I'm man! My, uh, my prediction curse on this one. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. No, I oh, think they're gonna God. start Sun, and I think that's the key right now for the Spurs. God, I hope we don't start Sung. Every time we start him, he's shit. Um, but every time this he comes off the bench, he scores goals. This is at Hotspur, Hotspur State. It is. Indeed, it is at 8.30. Wash, Wash, what is, uh, what is your prediction? Spurs win 1-0 due to the pigeon himself, Richarlison getting his first EPL goal <laughs> of the season. Yes, Love sir. it. Love it. Uh, Ted, he got on this one. I'm going Spurs. I'm not calling the score. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't want to. Chelsea's winning this game. It's a it's a foregone. Yeah, Chelsea's Chelsea's winning this game. They would be so. It is so. It'd be so Spurs to lose this game. Oh my god, are you kidding me? At home to the just horribly performing Chelsea, just lost to the bottom team. Of course you're going to beat Chelsea. This is You know, the shit talk hurts a lot less when it's coming from the mid table. That's all. I'll say. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, of course. You're going to be at the bottom of the table to talk shit. <laughs> oh man. Um uh, all right, rounded off with uh with the Bournemouth v Man City. Right oh yeah. This is gonna be a, this is gonna be a lights out showdown, uh for sure. Um Spit two you got Bournemouth or Man City? Two nil city. Nil city. Okay. Too much firepower. Wash. Four one city. Four one city. Okay. Um, hmm. Ted's thinking about it. Hmm. I'm going to say 1-1 one, one draw. Oh, you stole my thing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> What's making you say draw? Um, Let me see. I'm, I was just I, – am I wrong here? Did I see the result? What was Bournemouth's last result? They maybe like Palace or something. No, I think it was it was Wolves. They beat Wolves one zero. Yeah, they beat Wolves one zero. Yep. I don't know. 
I don't know. I just got a feeling. Gonna give them trouble. They got to win last last weekend. Can, Why not? Can, I, can I tell you guys something? Yeah. No. Bournemouth are gonna win this fucking game. Oh. 100%. Bournemouth are gonna win this game. Erling Holland is gonna cry himself off the off the field. He's gonna go back, put on his Liverpool pajamas, and call Klopp in the morning. <laughs> Klopp is gonna institute a six-three-zero formation, and we're gonna win every game fifteen-nine. Can't wait. See you guys tomorrow. Uh, all right, that's uh, that's our that's our predictions. That's our pod uh, for the week. Uh, Ted, sign us off, brother. So guys, hope you enjoyed. You can uh, you can join our Discord at the Boot and Pod. You can email us at thebootandhearth at gmail.com. You can also catch us on Twitch at the Boot and Hearth uh, every midweek, uh, either Tuesday or Wednesday. It varies a little bit. Um, but yeah, feel free to reach out. Um, and and glad you were here to listen. Yeah, thanks everyone. All right, uh, enjoy your weeks and enjoy the weekend's uh, performances. We'll uh, we'll catch you next week. All right, bye.